0: For another episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace.
1: And I'm Jennifer Hamrick.
0: And it's such a pleasure to talk about real estate and investing with you. And we just love to share any kind of information that we can give about the industry. is a good time. Jennifer, what do we have today?
1: So today we are drinking All Ménager Trois. It is a California red wine. It's just a good basic red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's try that out.
0: It's a good one. It's, I, you defined it right. It's a great basic
1: red. Yeah. Yeah. Gets it done. Good everyday drinker. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They've known each other literally forever. Fraternal twins Madison and Jim Adams have been in real estate since they could drive. However, their first business venture was selling grape Kool-Aid as 10-year-olds in the neighborhood third generation real estate investors and owners of invest smart tn a property acquisition company specializing in wholesaling and creative deal structuring you can find them on social media at those property twins madison and jim thank you so much for joining us today
2: thanks for having us
0: us, so let's start at the beginning you know where are you from madison mississippi
2: yeah it's right outside of jackson
0: that's exciting. So you're named for Madison,
2: Mississippi? Or? It just kind of happened. So we were actually born in Memphis and moved to Rankin County and moved to Madison County. So I'm Madison from Madison. I went to Madison Central High School. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and in Tennessee, I lived in Madison, Tennessee briefly, which is crazy. <laughs> wow.
0: So you were in sports, too. Yeah. Did I've... you get a lot of M's, letters all over yourself, too, from <laughs> jacket? Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: um, so which is your favorite Mississippi sports team? We might as well just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We're
3: just going in Ole Miss, <laughs> Ole Miss okay. football. hotty Toddy. hotty Toddy. That's my squad.
1: So now half the listeners love you, half the listeners are unsure. <laughs> right. right. right, right. <laughs> That's
0: so cool. So you've you played here at TSU for a little while, in Madison.
3: Yeah,
2: that's how I ended up in Nashville. As I played basketball at TSU for two years, got hurt, ended up transferring to Southern, and when I Southern Mississippi, and when I finished there, I was like, I want to go back to Nashville. And mm-hmm. so my little brother followed me, probably about a year later. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the little sh- brother. Yeah, I'm <laughs> nine minutes older. <laughs> yeah. wow.
0: That's right. You are the first twins we've had on this podcast. That awesome. oh, that's good. That's first good. Timers. I'll drink to that.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. So how often does she pull the card that I'm nine minutes older? <laughs>
3: Quite often. Quite often. You know, she's she's the, the crack on my whip. Yeah.
2: I, I pick on him like, what's it feel like to be second? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So we... We love to hear for about you know what it is that you do, and, and you're doing wholesaling, mm-hmm. and uh, from what I hear, it's a family business.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're third generation. Uh, the wholesaling aspect's really just us. Okay. Now, we've done, our, our great aunt and uncle, they owned a bunch of property growing up. Um, I guess Uncle Tuck has 60 paid for
2: rental properties rental properties and, in yeah, Tupac, Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: yeah yeah and he, he's he's a teacher I mean he well he's a retired teacher so he he got all that while he was he who's doing that and then our parents probably flipped three four hundred houses rehab like I mean wow. when we were growing up so we've kind of seen that a lot and and we decided to do wholesaling instead of, instead of doing Instead flips. of rehabbing
1: here.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's, uh, that's, that's what we're doing here, and it's pretty exciting right now.
1: So what drew you guys to wholesaling versus going into buy and holds or flips or you know following those footsteps?
2: Well, we're, we're using the wholesaling to get buy, uh, buy and holds. Okay. Um, so we didn't want to do uh, rehabbing, so we're like, check that off, You know, development at the time we were like check that off too. It's gonna you know take too much money, which we didn't have, and so we're like you know what's the quickest way for us to make some money? And uh, the answer was wholesaling. And yeah. so we've been doing that here in Nashville, nine years, eight nine years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So we've seen a, a lot of growth, um, a lot of transitions, and it's it's been up and down and highs and lows. But it's it's awesome, and we're still still doing it uh, amongst other things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Great. So for those that don't know, and I feel like we have a kind of an idea <coughs> going of what wholesaling tends to be, but you, know, you get a property under contract from an individual seller uh, at whatever price you know, helps them get on to the next part in their life, mm-hmm. and then uh, an investor, you would offer that to them uh, for sale, and then they, uh, they take funds of their own, they build it up, and then they, they put it to retail price. Is that
3: about right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for the most part, it, that. So if we sell to a rehabber, they do that. But okay. also sell to people that do buy and holds, like so. They just want to hold on to the property. We find a lot of multifamily stuff, well, you know, duplex, triplexes, and we'll get that at the right price and then sell it to them if we don't try to hold on to it ourselves. Hmm. Then there's also the land aspect. You know, you find, uh, especially here in Nashville, you got infield and and just more land acquisitions. People need places to live now, or mm. they're many they need more places to build. So, uh, we sell to developers and builders as well. Wow.
0: Great, yeah. Do, do you get requests like, Hey, we need more land in this area? Can you help us out? Absolutely,
3: <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> absolutely. You know, <laughs> so it's like text every other day. Way,
1: hey, what do you have? Totally <laughs> day.
3: Every other day, yeah.
1: So, is there a certain area of town you specialize in, or do you just all of like middle Tennessee, kind of Nashville
2: area? We would say Middle Tennessee, um, but as far as probably wholesaling, it's mainly Davidson County. Okay. Um, Montgomery and Rutherford. Yeah, yeah, Montgomery,
3: Rutherford, and Davidson have
2: been hard. But yeah, everywhere is hot, so it's not like there's a bad, well, yeah, I guess I there are bad streets, but not really bad areas of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you aren't turning anything away. If it comes across, like. <laughs> we're,
1: evaluating,
3: we're evaluating everything. Like, yeah. and, and one of the things that like I pride myself on, pride our business owners that if you send us something, we're gonna make an offer on it. You know, if we find if we run across it, we'll make an offer. If you like the offer, or not is what we can do with it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, um, yeah, we don't turn anything away. We we evaluate and make an offer on it all. Very
1: good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> so they're not wasting their time when they get on the phone with you. Yeah. yeah. I don't, we don't have time to waste. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> not not in Nashville. do <laughs> wow. wow. So, backing up, what is it that you do to start off your day? Like, what is what is that like?
2: Uh, well, I, I hit the gym. Um, usually, well, my alarm goes off at like 4.40 Um, So I hit the gym, (laughs) and then I thought I
0: was early at like six fifteen. I don't know how you do four (laughs) forty to try
2: to get to the gym or boot camp or wherever by five. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hit the gym, and that really just kind of gets the day started. And if I don't go, I'm feeling a little lethargic. Um, And then you know, depending on we have meetings, we do a lot of breakfast meetings. Um, Might do that, and then um, I start analyzing and making sure our virtual assistant is actually you know working and has stuff going on. So. That's kind of how the morning starts. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, and I'm, I'm about the same time, about 4, 445. Uh, try try to get that. Try I'm trying to move about 5 a.m. for sure if I'm not up. But uh, I start off my mornings with the miracle morning. I, I think Fancy. We call it the, <laughs> I call it the miracle morning because I read a book by Hal Elrod, Hal Elrod, called My Miracle Morning. And he just goes into, like, just the most accomplished people in the world or of all time had their, they had rituals, you know, and they're like a, what, what he found was like, a lot of people had, uh, they said affirmations, or they said, they visualized, or they wrote down, they journaled, or you know, they exercised in the morning. So in his book, he, he calls it life savers. So it's, <clears throat> life savers is uh, silence, S for silence, A for affirmations, D for visualization, E for exercise, R for reading, and S for scribing, which is like journaling. Yeah. So like he said, I mean, if you could, if you could get up and like, like essentially beat the sun up, you know, and get all this done before every, everybody's moving, you know, you, you, you've already won your day for yourself. So it's like, then you can be way more effective. I mean, if I'm up at 5 a.m. and I'm doing all this for the two hours i exercise and reading, writing, visualizing saying my affirmations silence which is prayer for me others is meditation which I kind of feel like I don't want to get into meditation too but it's another thing but like if I've got all that done before 637 a.m now I've just got time to kick ass so to speak you know <laughs> yeah. 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 so that's, awesome. that, that's my morning you know and then then I get to either go into codes downtown. Yeah. Yeah. The wild, wild west, and you have to be there early. You know what I'm saying? You have to be there crazy early. So it's either codes or um meetings. Like she said, we do a lot of breakfast meetings. Um we're we're more effective in the morning than like in the evening. For sure. You know, uh Matter of fact, in the evening, it's probably not a good time to talk to me, because I'm just not there. (laughs) 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 My head's in the clouds somewhere,
1: you know. I'm Uh, sure getting up at 4.45 o'clock, yeah, yeah. you shut down after a certain time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs)
0: Definitely. That's so exciting. It is. The early bird gets the worm. Yeah. 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 Our our dad really put
2: that in us, though. I mean, before the... We thought it was crazy. We're like, "What's he doing up this early? Like, why is he asleep at I eight mean, like, sense. <laughs> yeah, our parents
3: get up like mad early, and like when I was younger, he made sure I was up on Saturdays, <laughs> so oh, like no. waking me up in like crazy ways, like <laughs> 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 <in> shake, <laughs> <Jim! laughs> He's a uh, he's he's got he's got a huge sense of humor, so he's funny about. <laughs>
0: About your uh, analyzing properties, or deals, or opportunities, mm-hmm. what is it that you, what are you normally looking for?
2: Uh, it really depends on the property, so, um, you know, after Jim talks to a seller, you know, I'll do some research and say, all right, this is, a you know, depending on the zoning, if it's gonna be an offer for, you know, land to just knock it down and build two or whatever, Uh, Or if it's just a rehab, or if it's a rental property, so it kind of depends on the property how I go into the analyzing, and the analyzing depends on what our buyers are buying.
3: What are like? I guess our our more more recent (coughs) buyers are VIP people that we know are buying and that will buy quickly.
2: Yeah, and I'll say, all right, I know Johnny will want this one, or Johnny can pay this for that. So I'll, you know, base our offer off of what. Our end buyer wants basically.
3: And what the mm-hmm. formula is, yeah. So.
2: Mm-hmm. How do you go about finding your your buyers? you I go to do. great networking events yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the made Nashville made.
3: area. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's really. I mean, it's about just getting out, and meeting people, letting them know what you're doing. I mean, and we've I mean, we've been doing it here for so long, it's kind of, it just kind of. In the place now for us, um, I think in the past we actually did bandit signs. <laughs> in the
2: beginning, you? we did bandit signs, and it was we bought houses, but we were looking for think, houses. Yeah, we one, for maybe one person called us. One we, in sell a think we house. We closed
3: one deal off that, and it <laughs> but, was like
2: yeah, bon, majority of bon, bon people, Aqua, yeah, Tennessee or something
3: like that, and like <laughs> I mean, we made money on it, so it was, it was cool. But like that was the only one. and We put up, we put up bandit signs for months. Yeah. But and we got
0: buyers, So we got cash yeah. buyers. Literally, They're
3: everybody like, was calling your yeah. sign saying, I, said, hey, I want to
0: buy what you have. Right, that's <laughs> what it right. was. to sell you I was like, bridge. okay, well, this
3: is how we're going to build our build our buyer's list. And so then we started being a full about putting We Buy Houses signs out to find buyers. To
2: find buyers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was. Um, but, yeah, net- networking, uh, and then just kind of being, you know, following up with people. um, going to you know just events really is how we kind of become known as wholesalers in Nashville
3: and then if you have a deal the buyers will call me. Oh, and yeah. this is middle Tennessee and it's like crazy hot so it's like if you have a deal you can throw it up on Craigslist mm-hmm. you can throw it up on a Facebook group
2: yeah Facebook groups we've met a lot of buyers in there you know and,
3: and you'll get a buyer you'll get 10 buyers and you just
2: if it's a gonna, deal you
3: know if it's a deal truth mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. deals aren't deals some, <laughs> some a lot of <laughs> majority of the leads you get aren't deals you know it's a lot of, a lot of,
0: what do you call them? Ugly ducklings.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of frogs. It's a lot of yeah.
2: frogs. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> what would you say that ratio would be? You know, do you have to go through ten or fifteen or fifty before you find a good one?
2: Um, See, I,
0: I think it depends. So we have our KPIs, but I mean, we've
3: got as like far we're, as we're offers broader, or leads.
2: Yeah, broader. So you know, it's not going to have that many elites as broad the broader we go mm-hmm. um but it, it kind of depends on where we're getting the seller information getting the data from yeah so have different lists that yield different um like returns, percentages yeah, sure. returns.
0: do you do you have oftentimes in real estate we get funny stories we get sad stories <laughs> on certain properties is there a like a funny time or anything like that where you go you know i feel like I feel like that's something I should tell, and it'd be okay legally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would.
3: I don't know if this is, is a really a funny story, but it stands out to me. So we had a uh, a seller that we we called on um, one of our leads, and um, she she inherited a house from her from her parents. That's what she how she grew up in. It was out in East Nashville, so she was letting her son live there, which her son someone's like. He was he was an older guy and I was, you know, she, she was like I really need to get him out the house yada yada but um, you know we' she's deal- he's dealing with a roommate issue and apparently he let the roommate this guy he worked with who was hard on hard on times come stay with him for a little while and then they got into it and he was like you got to go and he's like I'm not leaving
2: <laughs> And, oh, no. and like,
3: <laughs> so one day when, the, when when the son was away, he got all the locks changed on the house. Right, right? So, the, so, so then they go through this like, now they have to evict him because they call the cops. Cops can't do anything because he lives there. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's some type of, of amount of time that he's been like in the place where you can't just put him out oh. at this time. So like they go through the eviction process and like I'm following up with it for months and months. They finally get him out by calling the SWAT team because he wouldn't leave out. He said, I've got a gun in here. And I'm not coming out. So I think there was, like, he maybe had some issues mentally, obviously. I and mean, he's mm-hmm. telling the to swat to me as a man. <laughs> so obviously there's something going on, right? Yeah, right. So, so yeah, I mean, so he barricades himself in the house and, like, they, like, they move all the neighbors. They say, oh, you gotta you gotta go down to this other street. Clear the like, street, yeah. yeah. like, he's, like, on the news and everything. And she's, like... And they, they had to, like, they had to, like, break in, like, the, the back, they had the bust in the back door and, like, some windows in the back of the house to get in, and they pulled them out, and, and she was like, well, I'm still not, ri- I can't sell the house in this condition, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like yes, you can, please, I to, I want your house in this condition right now, <laughs> she's like, she's like, I just, I can't sell my mom's house like that, and I'm like, okay, all right, uh, I get it, well, I'll just follow up with you, and, like, her son's still living there, and I guess we were following up for over a year, Mm -hmm. just maybe once every two or three weeks, just calling her, hey, checking in on it, you know, because, like, we, I felt like I went through that series with the (laughs) the the, the SWAT team, I was like, I feel like we were in that together, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so, like, I just kept following up with her, I guess a year, year and a half after we first, like, touched base, she sold us the house, and, uh.
2: And then a couple of months months later, she like left a really sweet voicemail and like, I almost cried. I'm like, oh my gosh, we helped her so much because she was in a tough situation and she was so happy that, you know, we were able to, you know, that we, that he kept following up for one and that we closed it. So it was, Happy ending. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a,
3: a funny story, but it's a story. You know?
1: yeah. Well, and that's part of real estate. I know. I really like being able to help people. So it's yeah. a good feeling when Those you are do best that. Deals. But I think you guys have totally um, beat everybody out on the story. We that's the first SWAT <laughs> yeah. story we've had. Oh, yeah, yeah. SWAT. yeah. Oh, okay. And, and um, I was nervous. Tell <laughs> 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 this crazy story. Oh, yeah. And so I'm sitting here the whole time, you're telling it, wondering how the guy could not afford to get a place to live, but he could afford to have all the locks changed. <laughs> right? Right? right. <laughs> Insane. <Dead questions>. Insane.
3: <laughs> that is a good call. They cut, they, cut they cut the electricity me. off on him, too. Like they were like, they oh. cut it off on him. He was just chilling. He
0: was like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cup of ice. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Renters Warehouse Nashville has become the top property management company in Tennessee, specializing in generating rental income for your property. Their Nashville team is local and professional. They're ready to help homeowners and investors lease their home or property with confidence. Call 615-398-9550 for Renters Warehouse Nashville. You mentioned that uh, low deal inventory changes things significantly. Um, how, how, do you, uh, how do you structure offers to sellers of their houses, um, you know, to help them out and, you know, move things along and keep in business?
2: Yeah, I mean, just throughout real estate period, we've had to pivot, like, all right, we're, you know, doing a lot of land deals, you know, for probably a a good year, we were doing 90% were land to sell to developers for infill. infill Um, And then, you know, we might get more heavy on uh, rentals in like Clarksville or something. So we we're kind of used to pivoting. So um, I think that's kind of what we've done with this. So we've always had creative, you know, offers. So we do like the three, three option letter of intent. So, you know, we can buy it at cash. We can, you know, owner finance it, you know, one of two ways. So we try to give the sellers options. And then, hey, if you want this full price, why don't you let us list it for 30 days? And if you don't get that, come back to my offer. So we try to... You know, just have options because they're talking to a lot of people. They're getting a lot of direct mail. We have to be able to stick out, and we follow up.
3: We follow up. Yeah, that's one. That's like our strongest thing. That
1: we follow Oh yeah. Up. Is it just you two doing all the the follow up and everything, or do you have another? T-
3: I, I, I usually do the follow ups. Like if I, like when it comes to uh, properties or leads that I feel like there's potential there, I'll follow up with them personally, like to. Keep the rapport going. We got we got a, a acquisitions guy that we actually met at Charles alls meeting, oh. uh, <laughs> who's, who's, who's rocking it right now. And um,
2: we'll have a, a VA. Sometimes we'll do the initial call to, you know, gauge motivation. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we have you know VAs. Uh, Jim does a lot of the calling. I do a bunch of like the back behind the scenes type stuff. yeah, yeah.
3: I think that answers your question. Yeah, no, me. it does. It's me. It's yes, yes. It's because me. yeah, Jim yeah. talks
2: to the people. He goes out to the houses. At my, my facial expressions, he's like, "Hey, you can't she come back." Ah! Yeah, it's
3: insane. I'm like, "Yo, could did you just, <laughs> just smile? Don't do anything else." I'm
2: like, "Haven't seen him. Like, I'm she's good. Like, she's like, I don't
3: want to walk through
2: here. Like, These are the <laughs> houses we
3: want." We can't. <laughs>
2: yeah, she's yeah. I, so stopped I haven't been, been on an appointment <laughs> yeah. in a while.
1: <laughs> that's, that's great. Why and I have to keep each other like, in check like that as well. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But that is why mm-hmm. I was asking because we're a partnership as well as you guys. So we yeah. understand that sometimes you get spread thin on oh, stuff you're yeah. trying to do and would like help in some areas. Yes. <laughs> For sure. One it's of us is better system. than the other. You know, right. at certain <laughs> For things. For sure. That's funny. Sometimes I'm sure he has to tell me to fix my face. <laughs> 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 to change my yeah. tone. I know. <laughs> We want them to be
0: happy with us right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's definitely more positive. Why the more realistic? <laughs>
0: You've got some big plans for the next five years. You do. Let's yeah. hear about them. Yeah, I mean, the, the
3: goal right now is as a family, you know, so we're, we're mainly property acquisitions here in Nashville, but like our parents and, and us, we're, our goal is 2,000 units over mm-hmm. the next four and a half, five years. Wow. You know, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the main thing. Like we, not, not too into rehab, you know, it's just another job. Wholesale is really just a, a glorified job. And it, you know, it doesn't work without you and your team. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're looking to, uh, get into the passive, the passive real estate realm a little, a little bit more now, you know? Yeah. So we're excited about that and, uh, development. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So... Part of those two thousand will probably be developed.
1: Where are you now? To reach that two thousand, are you just starting out and to get yeah,
3: into your yeah. okay? We're, we're just starting. Okay. out. I mean, we, yeah, we get a, a good f- portfolio. single families. Yeah, we yeah, we've got a couple single
2: families. But okay.
3: Yeah, as far as the apartment complexes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Just starting now. We're looking at a lot of a lot of. Frauds. We're evaluating a lot of. Data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My idea is passing on. Majority, but we've gotten through, you know, to LOI, LOI stage. Like,
3: yeah, is coming out of our ears. Yeah, yeah so just everybody, everybody everybody's looking for right now.
0: Yeah, everybody's looking for Yeah, letter of intent for those who oh, don't yeah. know just yet. LOIs, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Are you able to use the same techniques that you do currently for finding leads for multifamily?
3: Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean. I think we talk to more brokers now, yeah. more realtors and brokers for for the larger stuff, but mm-hmm. off-market, I mean, that's really what you want to find. Right. Anyway, you want to find the off-market stuff, you know, people that need to sell. or well, That way you can get them at a better deal, which I really think is going to help us out mm-hmm. as far as getting good deals and reaching our goal.
1: Yeah.
0: What is a story for someone that needs to sell on something that's, a, um, you know, like a, Fifty, 60 unit apartment complex or something like yeah. is the story different from a single uh, single family owner
2: not really I mean they've had some life event that's causing them to want to sell and so we've yeah, yeah. talked to a lot of older uh, people that own property their kids don't want anything to do with it and gotten really close to getting some but that's really who we've talked to that are yeah. you know motivated like their kids don't want it <laughs>
3: Yeah, they want they they want to go ahead and cash out and
2: or they you know, or, or recently like uh, had their spouse pass away or something like that. Sick, yeah. And it's
3: just it's just, it's life 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 things, events life events that happen. Yeah, you know, it's about the same from what we found. You know, um,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think that they'd be able to continue traveling if they kept it.
2: <laughs> so that's see a lot confusion. of people.
0: So so you
3: say a fifty or sixty unit? I'm thinking. Those more so mom and pops, mm-hmm. and fifty sixties. They and they do a lot of a wow. lot of the self managing themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe even live on mm-hmm. property, you know. Um, so they're it's not as passive as you and I would want our investments to be. Yes, you know. Um, I mean, if you, you you just you got a uh, an apartment complex. Was it? I did a 16 units? Unit? 16 units. Yeah. I mean, think about having that, which is great having sixteen different streams of income, but if or we'll say fifteen and you lived in one of the units. Yeah. And then you're managing it, you're fixing it, you're getting knocks on the doors at two AM. Like that's not that's (laughs) stressful. That is stressful. So we're looking for the people that aren't necessarily wanting to continue doing that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we we don't want those calls and we don't want to live Um, on property.
3: (laughs) And so the rental properties that we have, we we've, we've got them creatively. So it's okay. like uh, we I call them rental properties, but I mean they're just passive income because they uh, we've got tenant buyers in them. So they fix everything. They just they just cash app us the money now. Now they cash app us the money. Yeah. They've been sending it to us like
2: <laughs> money, <grams>? money, money. <laughs> I'm like just cash app it, man. Let me get let me get Venmo.
3: You know, so, yeah, so it's like. That's passive, I mean, so it's, it's good
0: and it allows, it allows uh, flexibility. At 2,000 Doors, would you, I guess that's, you picked, you picked a number and you said, we can live with this and then this will allow me to go to Europe or wherever <laughs> whenever we want, right? Yeah, it's, or is so that so how?
2: It's, it's six of us, uh, so my parents, me and Jim, and then we have a younger brother and sister. And it's mm. like, all right, how can we take care of our family and their families? So we pick, you know, two thousand doors.
3: Nice, absolutely. It's part of my affirmation every
1: morning.
3: Yeah. amongst other things.
1: I love the cl- the close bond your family has. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah
3: we're
0: extremely close.
1: That's great. Like, we're, that's fam.
0: I think I've decided to start asking people because I keep hearing about uh, how you have to have a big why in, in real estate and basically life. get anywhere to the next level you gotta go why am i doing this why am i picking up the phone every day why am i making those contacts and and uh, losing sleep what have you (laughs) do you know what what is your big why and maybe i can help figure out my own at some
3: point (laughs) i mean my why is my family man you know we're i'm like i'm dead set on creating multi-generational wealth for i don't have any kids but i'll have kids one day and i'll have grandkids one day and uh, Madison don't have kids and my little brother and sister will have kids, but it's like I'm trying to create something so big that even when we're gone and still be able, able to 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 feed, I guess is the word, like, you know, support family, you know, um, multi-generational wealth. But, uh, just really just being able to take care of the family. That's my life
2: Yeah, and I think if you have that wealth, you can make an impact. Like, you know, we have a desire to make an impact and you can well you can do that, but I think it'll be easier if you are kind of covered, like <laughs> with your rentals, <laughs> to yeah. say like to go out, be able to have the time to go out there. And it's make hard to save
3: money. the nation if you can't save yourself. Real,
1: you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's yeah more impactful.
1: Well, a very similar why?
0: It is a very similar why, and I was thinking that it wasn't cool enough.
1: <laughs> that it, we had a talk last night. Let me explain. Um, because he keeps hearing why's of like, I'm gonna save orphans yeah. in other countries, or I'm going to um, mm-hmm. going to go work with baby elephants to whatever the yeah. why is, right? Yeah, the baby elephants, for sure. <laughs> You know, they just mean, different, <laughs> like, ways. <laughs> my bad, y'all. My bad. That was wrong.
0: Please, continue. You're- I'm
1: throwing extreme yes. whys out there that help the entire world. For sure. <laughs> and, you know, he was yeah. asking me my why last night. Yeah. After he heard the one about orphans. And I was like, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. It can be the why that we just talked about because that's that's I, that's mine and he said that's his in the past but he yeah. felt like his why wasn't good enough. It's, it's <laughs>
3: like you know I mean I sometimes feel like maybe my why is selfish but it's my why you know like. That is exactly what
1: he he said he was like but is it not selfish I was like it doesn't it it doesn't matter like you need to be able to take care of yourself and your family yeah, yeah. and that's okay but then that other stuff can come like if you. Decide, you know, once you're taking care of your family, that there is a charity you want to give to, you'll be able to do that. Yeah, it'll absolutely.
3: change. It's it does change, just like our goals yeah. change. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, remember, I remember, we were just trying to make like ten grand a month. Like, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I mean, you know, we're so, like we're gonna I mean, three times it's our like, goal. Yeah, <laughs> and <it's> like 35, <laughs> like, like make thirty five. Then it's like like mm-hmm. we'll just try Take to make over the do six figures a month. You know, like yeah. So it's like I mean, your goals are going to change, and maybe your why changes. I think that's the staple of my why, though. Like I mean, family, mm-hmm. and like being able to lead something that supports them.
1: Yeah, and loving what you do because we all seem to love what we do, and that's so important. Most people don't find that. So if you can, sure. if you can do what you love and you have your why, reach your why, then... Reach your why and get paid. Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget getting paid Right. (laughs) Right. It's a win-win. It's a
3: fun life. Fun lifestyle. Fun life.
0: McDonald's Insurance and Financial Services is the premier insurance and financial services agency, locally owned and operated, having locations in Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas, their company works with only the most reputable insurance companies to give you the best coverage for your needs. Call 901 451 3811. Again, that's 901 451 3811 for McDonald's Insurance and Financial Services. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market.
1: Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods.
0: That's Net Worth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. Tell us about your first business when you were 10 years old.
2: Now I... Got- I think that's when I was like, I'm gonna be an cuz like we just set up like some grape Kool-Aid, like took out two uh I guess Pictures, the, yeah, right? two pitchers and like people stopped and it's like we're kids oh. and they're like giving us money.
3: Giving <laughs> us more than we're asking Yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh. we
2: paid what, like two for fifty cent for these Kool Aid packets and we're I making think, like a Kool-Aid dollar. Kool-Aid Ten
3: cents. Like, like, yeah, that was great. That was the first time like seeing. I guess that's that profit spread.
2: Well, it's free technically free for us. I'm like we're just getting money. <laughs> like mom, we're Kool-Aid. Right, right.
3: And then it's like I guess like my our my second taste of that was when in high school instead of getting a job, I had a vending machine. Like I might have, like I got vending machines. Yeah. And put them in like our church and our school, and uh, that was my allowance.
2: Wow. So that was, uh,
3: just I guess, yeah, I had a few vending machines.
2: Yeah, so we'd go to Sam's, get all of his supplies, put in the vending machine, then, you know, we wrapping quarters and nickels. Yeah, yeah.
3: Walking around with wads of ones like, ones <laughs> in my like, pocket full of change. It's like, yeah, it was cool. As soon as I started driving, that was, that was good stuff.
1: Y'all started really young then. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Our, I mean, our, our parents were, they, they owned many businesses. Uh, kind
2: of rubbed off on us.
1: yeah I I completely understand that that's how I grew up with my parents owning you know businesses and it it does change you you have a different mindset about business when you get older yeah Mm -hmm. because you saw it hands on growing up (laughs) so if somebody wants to get into wholesaling what tips do you have for them
2: <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. Um, like you can say, "All right, you're gonna go get a house under contract and sell the contract." Like it's the concept know, is easy. Yeah, the, the concept, concept is
3: extremely is easy, easy. But it's like you have to be you, you have to be ready to take some nos. You know, um, you gotta make like like I'm gonna put a certain amount of time into this, and like whatever happens, you just kind of got to know that process is gonna work because you reach out to enough people, you're gonna find a yes. You know, you're gonna find that, that good property. And I mean, I think that's with anything. It's a law of averages. So yes. don't get discouraged. Just keep up in your averages, keep upping your, your, your numbers, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, being consistent with marketing and reaching out. Cause it's easy to say, all right, I gotta make 300 calls a day. And then actually making 300 calls a day mm-hmm. or you know, whatever your marketing is, like consistency is a big piece. It's the biggest piece. Yeah, pretty much. When the y'all
1: started, was there something you, that you just did not love about the job because it took you out of your comfort zone that you had to overcome?
2: Oh, I don't like networking. <laughs> 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 but Jim's like, come on, we're going to this event. I'm like, like do I have to go? It's like, it's yes. like, yes. Yes, you do. Uh, so yeah, that <laughs> definitely takes me out of my comfort zone. I don't like speaking in public, like start sweating, like it's, that's very uncomfortable so I have had to do a little bit of that um and I guess it did start in the beginning yeah
3: it uh, took me out of my comfort zone in the beginning
2: uh nothing I'm I, like I've said Jim's or we're like a kite he's the like just flapping in the wind and I'm just the, a string like <laughs> so, not even out of his comfort zone my, when
3: I when I was uh when I was growing up I mean my like I read a book when I was, I read a book in seventh grade. It was called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Shocker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's weird saying now, but like I've been right. saying this since I've been seventh grade. Like, grade. Seventh grade I was like, this, this is what I'm gonna do. Real estate is that's that's for me. And I mean it was I mean at seventh grade all I heard being was you don't have to worry about school or grades or anything like that's what I read. Man. Yeah. But like, you know, so my mom wasn't too thrilled about it, but you know, it's, it's worked out. And, but I mean, that's been—I've told everybody, uh, I'm, I'm going to be a real estate investor. This is what I'm going to do, and like, so the comfort zone really came from—I don't—I don't really think there was anything that was out of my comfort zone. Well, I didn't like to write letters. <laughs> because at first, at first, I was hand, we were handwriting letters. I mean, parents and family would come in town on, on holidays. I, just
2: hand them a yellow pad. Yeah, that's, a,
3: that's a, hey. Come on, y'all, help me out. That's wow. what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now.
2: Family <laughs> time.
3: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's kind of just always. It's not. I don't think I was in, out of my comfort zone with it in the beginning.
1: It almost sounds like though that you started your mindset at such a young age. You were able to develop. What you need it to be to to be okay with it when you finally started is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah,
3: yeah, probably. Well, yeah, I was in sales too before that, and like there you go. I'm talking about taking nose on the chin. I was ready to, I was ready to take nose.
1: That was great practice. <laughs> oh my goodness
3: what kind of sales all right <laughs> so have you ever have you ever gone into a retail store like Best Buy Sam's Club Walmart Costco yeah there's about and anybody ask you they say quick question who do you have for TV service <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I said, that was me so, it's like, so like we I used to sell direct TV to like and like in like Best Buy and like I'd stop people while they were shopping and be like hey who do you have? And they're like, Comcast. I'm like, great. Come with me. And yeah. I do a presentation. And I would do hundreds of presentations and like, You know, you take no's all day. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the yeses are what, what gets you paid, obviously. And those are the ones. And, you know, and I just, I learn how to take no's. And so that's,
2: yeah, I got, I got a lot of practice. Because there are a
3: lot of no's in the real estate, too. Yeah. yeah.
0: It all comes from somewhere, doesn't <laughs> it? Hey, man, you know, and I,
3: I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change that. That was like that was like training. It was like training for me. It's
1: like I was supposed to be there. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our journey that gets us to where we're supposed to go. Right. But I always envy the people that would that knew what they wanted to do when they were young and they followed that and it worked out for them because I didn't know what I wanted to do. When I was yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same here. I have no idea. <laughs> I was well, I, I feel like
3: I'm fortunate
1: because I know. Mm-hmm. You you definitely are because you're def- you're sitting with two people that had no clue until they reached where they were supposed to be. And, and now Eddie y'all are like
3: right. y'all are running things. I <laughs> see, man, I love it. I love it. <laughs>
1: it's a, it's a great meeting that you guys throw.
3: And now y'all are doing a podcast. It's it's a really beautiful thing.
1: We're a good partnership. Yeah, <laughs> really happy for you. Thank, thank you. So you
0: too. Too. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, us. having us. Yeah, thank you. this has been a production of corkscrews and contracts
1: podcast copyright 2019